Blog Talk Radio. Let's see, I want you to um, 
God telling you to keep it. You're right today, you got to keep that day. Because if you don't do it, this is what's going to happen to you in Acts chapter 19. Let's think of verse 13 down to verse 16. Let me tell you what's going to happen. If you think you just can say Luke 12, 12, and you're not keeping the Sabbath day, you're not bumping shoulders on the Sabbath day, let me show you, let me show you what's going to happen when it's time for the throwdown. We're going to Acts chapter 19, pick up verse 13 down to verse 16, what is it? The book of Acts, chapter 19, number 13 through 16, reads. Book of Acts 19, verse 13. The son of the vagabond of Yachdai Judah, Exorcist, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of Yachdai the son, saying, We adjure you by the name of Yachdai the son, whom Paul teaches. Verse 14. And there were seven sons of one skipper of Yachdai Judah, and chief of the priests, which did so. Verse 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Yachdai the son I know, and Paul I know. So who are you? Verse 16. And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, and overcame them and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Yeah. And they fled out the house naked and wounded. And that's what happens when when anybody tries to come to those that prepared to do this. And they you know, so we have to stop that spirit because you can say all the Luke twelve twelve you want, but when showtime comes, you will know. Because one thing about it, it's, it's basically no organization sticks anointed camps to one that got that got this thing down pat in the precept. Because we know our position, and and what we doing, we waiting on those to come on and show that you know your position. Let's go to Second Ezra, Elder. Chapter 16, and we'll look at verse number 73, down to verse 76. Now, 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 the seer, he got something to say by the angel. He's um angel working with him, getting the bad. Let's see what the angel told Ezra in the 16th chapter, verse 73, down to verse 76. Wait, tell him that, the book of Second Edges, chapter 16, verse number 73 to 76 reads. The book of Second Edges, chapter 16, verse number 73 reads. Then shall they be known who are my children. They shall be tried as the gold in the fire. Verse 74. Hear, O ye, my beloved, save Yahweh. Behold, the days of trouble are in hand. And I will deliver you from the same. Verse 75. Be you not afraid, neither doubt, for Yahweh is your God. Verse 76. And the God of them who keep my commandments and precepts, save Yahweh. Let not your sins weigh you down, and let not your sins lift up themselves. You see that? 
So he's saying right now, he said, I will be there to help you. But one thing you have to make sure you clear about is my commandments and precepts. Don't let sin weigh you down. He said, make sure you make sure you got my commandments, statutes, laws, and precepts. Not just a talk of it, but a doer of it. Because we can trace all things back in history with precepting to show you exactly what what's going to befall you through the pages of the book. We ain't got to watch this one out there. We can look at this book and tell you exactly where you stand and, and how to get yourself back together in anything. But don't nothing work on you getting yourself together unless you um one of the books I need to help it's not um it's not um within um Second Ezra, no, the wisdom of Solomon, about 1426, not even about 1612, I'm sorry about that. Thank you, Dale. 1612. Listen, 16, verse 12. Thank you, Dale. What's that say? Wisdom of Solomon, 1612. Book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse number 12, read. Book of Wisdom of Solomon, 16, verse 12. Well, neither are earth, no modifying plaster. That restored them to health, but your word of Yahweh, which healed all things. See the man saying, the man saying, listen, we can tell you soundly what it takes for you to work with. But if you don't have this man's word, then man, listen, we can show you exactly what it takes to get yourself back together. But it starts with its words. Now, in 107 verse 20 there, yo, can you have to see out in um, Psalms 107 verse 20? The book of Psalms, chapter 107, verse number 20 reads, book of Psalms 107, verse number 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent a word, and the word do something around in the 35th chapter of Psalms. The word do something that we can read. The word, he sent it, he sent his word, and what we what we want to put on the table was he camped around you. So you have to see out the hill where these camps around you there, hill. Come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 34, verse number 7 reads, The angels of Yahweh and kept it around about them that fear him and delivered them. Mm-hmm. So in the 34th chapter around about verse 7, there, hill, that was excellent. He says the angels camped around and delivered them, but then look what he told in here that fears them. Now, in the book of Psalms, 
11, verse 10, with the precept of Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. Let's see, let's see when you precept your Bible, because the children of Israel have to be taught, redressed all over again. He's not telling you to get in the corner and trumpet. No. He said you're camped around them that fear him. Now we're going to see exactly how you fear him in Psalms 111 verse 10 and with the precepts 9 verse 10 and Proverbs 5 and Psalms going to tell you exactly if you want this angel to cap around you, you might need it. You might need him one day. You might need him to cap around you, but he but he's telling you according to his word, he'll cap around you. But make sure that you remember what the father said of Solomon one eleven verse ten and Proverbs nine verse ten by the Psalms when he precept from his father. Come on. The book of Psalms. Chapter 111, verse number 10 reads, The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments, his praise endure forever. Proverbs 19, precept. Book of, book of Proverbs chapter 9, verse number 10 reads, The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the righteous, the holy, he is understanding. You see that? So you got to have a fear of Yahweh. That's the game changer right there. Now let's go into this book called The Forgotten Book of Eden. We want to look at we want to look at first, he ain't doing nothing new. Matter of fact, he ain't doing nothing new. Matter of fact, let's show you, he, ain't, he ain't, ain't nobody doing nothing new. Let's go to Genesis 49, verse 1, 8 down to verse 10. Let's show you, it ain't nothing going on that's new. It's already have been a whole. Genesis 49. Verse 1, 8 down to verse 10. Elder Yahweh Israel, come on. Book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse number 1. Verse number 8 through 10 reads. Book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse number 1 reads. And Israel, Jacob, called unto his sons and said, Gather yourself together, and I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last day. Verse number eight, Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before you. Verse number nine, Judah is a lion's whelp from the prey, my son. Thou art gone up, he stooped down, he captured as a lion. And as an old lion, you shall rouse him up. Verse number ten, the scepter shall not depart from Judah nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and after him shall the gathering of the people be. Mm-hmm. See that? 
So the one that's going to gather the people until shallow, which is Yahweh the Son, come, Judah has to know his way of being a lead tribe. So Judah understood this thing. And we know we're not going to read 33 verse 1 and 7. Moses knew this thing too. Moses told they showed the help is to Judah because that's what was prophesied anyway. But I want to hear before it was a Moses. Before it was a Moses, I want to hear about what did Judah tell his boys in the forgotten book of Eden on page, what did he say on page 237? And we're going to pick up that verse 1 down to verse 16. Let's, let's see can we find out about this Judah. What did, he, what did he pass on to his son? His son's son to always be aware of. Page 237, 3, 1 through 16, Yachdai, Israel, come on. The Testament of Yachdai, Judah, chapter 3, verse number 1 reads, Testament of Yachdai Judah, verse number 1, chapter 3. Now I command you, my children, hearken to Judah, your father, and keep my faith to perform all the ordinance of Yahweh, and to obey the commandments of Yahweh. Verse number 2. And walk not after your lust, and in the imagination of your thoughts, in haughtiness of mind, and honor not in the deeds and strength of your youth. For this also is evil in the eyes of Yahweh. Verse number three. Since I also glory that in wars no comely woman's face ever enticed me, and reproved Reuben, my brother, concerning Bahel, the wife of my father, the spirits of jealousy and of fornication arrayed themselves against me, till I lay with Bathsheba, the Canaanite, and Tamar, who was espoused to my son. Verse number four. For I said to my father-in-law, I will take counsel with my father, and so will I take thy daughter. Verse number five. He was willing, and he was unwillingly, but he showed me a boundless store of gold in his daughter's behalf, for he was a king. Verse number six. He adorned her with gold and pearls, and caused her to pour out wine for us, at the feet with the beauty of woman. Verse number seven. And the wine turned aside my eyes, and pleasure blinded my mind. Verse number eight. And I became in in a mur in a mount up in a and I lay with her and transgressed the commandments of Yahweh and the commandments of my father, and I took her to wife. Verse number nine. And Yahweh rewarded me according to the imagination of my mind, insomuch as I had no joy in her children. Verse number 10. And now, my children, I say unto you, be not drunk with wine, for wine turneth the mind away from the truth, and despise the passions of lust, and leadeth the eyes into error. Verse number 11. For the spirit of fornication hath wine as a minister to give pleasure to the mind. 
For these two also take away the mind of man. Verse number 12. For if a man drink wine to drunkenness, it disturbeth the mind with filthy thoughts, leading to fornication, and heated the body to, to carnal union. And if the occasion of the lust be pre- present, he worketh the sin, and it is not the same. Verse number 13. Such as the inebriated man, my children, for he who is drunken reverence no man. Verse 14. Well, it made me also to err, so that I was not ashamed of the multitude in the city, and that before the eyes of all I turned aside unto Tamar, and I wrought a great sin, and I uncovered the covering of my son's shame. Verse 15. As I had drunk wine, I reverenced not the commandments of Yahweh, and I took a woman of Canaan to what? Verse 16. For much discretion needed the man who drinketh wine, my children. And herein is discretion in drinking wine. A man may drink so long as he preserves modesty. You see that? He said, now if you drink this wine modestly, you know, like the big days coming up, Keep going a little bit. But see, the reason Judah, see, everybody know about you. And what do they entice you with today? Liquor stores on every corner. They entice you with how to get rich quick, last a lot of money, and big leg women with, with no clothes on, no fringes, no clothes on. Now it, and that's what, and that is Judah's downfall today. You know, I was um, coming from a class on the bus, and and one thing I spotted, well, it was good, Judah everywhere, but what I noticed was not a block that don't have a liquor store for old Judah. <laughs> it ain't every block. They all schemes up for Judah because they know as long as they keep Judah intoxicated, liquor stores, how to get rich quick, big money, and big leg women with no fringes on. And so that's why he warned his son. Listen, son. Um, he said, if wine got a hold to me. And that's the reason now you see why, and that's why you got to have these other books to see. Now you see why all of Jimson was destroyed. Because Abraham had, had already told them what not to do. Matter of fact, um, back up to where Abraham called his son. Jacob. He looked in my ball to eyeball, Elder. He looked in my ball to eyeball and he said something to him. And let's see what he said. He looked in and told him what not to do. So what verse I need to Elder, when he looked him eyeball to eyeball and told him what not to do, eyeball to eyeball. And told him 
Eliezer. We're talking to Eliezer. Think again, Eliezer, in verse 24. Let's pick up verse 1. See, here goes what was told not to do. It ain't got nothing to do with color. It's got something to do with the thought pattern of the mind. 24 verse 1 of the book of Genesis. What does it say there, Book of Genesis, chapter 24, verse number 1 reads. This is 24, verse number 1. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And Yahweh blessed Abraham in all things. Verse number 2. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house, that ruled over all that he had, put thy praise thy hand unto my side. Verse number 3. And I will make thee swear by Yahweh, Yahweh of heaven, Yahweh of the earth, that I shall not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. Verse Give me a Verse number four. But thou shalt go unto my country, unto my kindred, and take a wife unto my son Isaac. Verse number five. That's good. That's right there. That's good enough. So you see, your father's supposed to be in position to tell you exactly what's going to befall you. And we have to be in position now to tell Judah, the lead tribe, what's going to befall them. So the same thing that befalls them then ain't nothing new upon the sun. So in 4, verse, uh, Tobit, chapter 4, verse 10 down to verse 12. Can you hear me out here? Because we got to show the children of the book how to get blessing. And that's why we know plainly it will be a school. And so we got vacant land north, south, east, west. And one thing about it, if you're going to contribute anything, those on the international side, it is all about help us, help you. Land on all both sides. Land, school, banquet hall. We need it for our people. The teachers are getting in place to teach them exactly what's going to befall them because you got a lot of things coming up on the table right now. You got wicked Israelites. All over the place. Matter of fact, pull that form again, yo. I want to talk about two wicked Israelites. Uh, two different kinds of wicked Israelites. Let's go to Maccabees chapter 1, verse 11. So, what you got here to kind of put this out of, you know, got with me already, but I got to take a look at for you always to prepare to, to know what to look for. When wicked Israelites is on the scene. See, wicked Israelites going to gonna come up another way. And they're going to always show their hand, because they have some on their hand, just like they, they'll come not to hear something, but to tell something. Because they wait, they hear it only to tell something, not to hear something. And you got to catch wicked Israelites in their tracks. So uh, 
Maccabees chapter 1, verse 11, out of verse 15 there, Elder. The book of First Maccabees, chapter 1, verse number 11 to 13 reads. Book of First Maccabees, chapter 1, verse number 11. In those days, which are out of Israel, wicked men persuaded many saying, Let's go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us. But since we departed from them, we have had much sorrow. Verse number 12. So this device pleased them well. Verse 13. Then certain of the people were so forward herein that they went to the king who gave them license to do after the ordinance of the heathen. You see that? And not only that, not only that, it was a prophecy made there, Elder, since um, you laid that in just such excellence. The prophecy said, talked about in Deuteronomy 28:52. Let's um, let's look at let's look at something. The prophecy made, Elder, and the Deuteronomy 28:52. Let's let's see can we analyze this prophecy that was told. And then when did when did this happen? When did it happen? Let's see can we take a look at look at that on the way of taking care of something. Deuteronomy twenty-eight, fifty-two, God God Israel, come on. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter twenty-eight, verse number fifty-two reads. Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, verse number fifty-two. Ye shall besiege thee in all thy gates. Till thy high and fence walls come down, wherein thou trustest throughout all thy land. You shall be seized in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which Yaqua Yaqua have given you. Mm-hmm. He said, you're going to be, you're going to be deceived in all your gates. And read a little bit more on what's going to happen. And let's get a little bit more on what's going to happen, you Come on. Verse number 53, Thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters, which Yahweh have given thee in the seed and in the straightness, wherewith thine enemy shall be trust, distress thee. And thy enemy is going to, and thy enemy is going to get you. Now, we all we always have learned the story about what Titus did in seventy AD. But they always talked about Titus, what Titus did. But they never told you how did Titus get that information. They never told you how he got that information to do what he had to do. Hey, I want to look up somebody and tell me and who this guy is. Tiberius Julius Alexander, T-I-B-E-R-I-U-S, Julius J. Alexander, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R. Who's this guy called Tiberius Julius Alexander? Who is, who is this guy right here? That's why I say 
it's so important for the citizen on the camp to understand something. It, do you understand that wicked Israelites back then and they here now? Who was this guy, El Tiberius Julius Alexander? For the national audience, sake, over 900,000 strong, would you tell the national audience who is this guy called Tiberius Julius Alexander? Who is he? Come on, El. Yeah, I'm reading from an article from the Jerusalem Post, and it reads, Tiberius Julius Alexander, the Jew, Yagdai Judah, who destroyed Yagdai Judah, Jerusalem. Hey, that something. Hey, I thought Titus did it. All, all our lives, we thought Titus is the one. Yeah, Titus did it. But guess who was the fourth general that knew the layout, knew everything that's going on? This is the guy that art that was the, the one that showed Titus how to come in, what to do. He was the military strategy behind Caesar. Let me tell you something. The things of Esau, they don't took credit for everything that you that is in history. I mean, I can go on and on Sakari. You know, Sakari. That only means uh, a word that showing that there was a military assassin group called Akari. So all the stuff that you see that the people do, the men and men do, you know, Judah have everything, every military strategy it is, Judah's hand was in it one way or the other. So the Sakari, what that word mean, Ayala Sakari? What that word mean, the Sakari? Now, they were back here. They done a little fighting back here. The Sakari, they done a little. But what do that word really mean, the Sakari? Now, we're going to edify the national audience about this, the Sakari. What that word mean, El? One second, let's see. See, but I, I talk a little bit until you got me. You got to say, hallelujah, why? See, what we trying to do, see, we come on airway six nights a week. And we know this ministry is going to be the ministry that going to be talked about in the turn of Yahweh's time. But what the whole of is, Yahweh made plenty. The harvest is plenty. But the labor is fruit. Huh? The labor is fruit. With the understanding of his word we're talking about. Because everything's going to fall in line once we understand that wherever a person comes with, we're supposed to go read this Bible and start saving them out. Even in marriage relationships. Come in even in marriage relationships. You got to understand something. 
Yahweh got rules and regulations. Rules and regulations the world set up, Yahweh ain't, ain't into that. The relationships of the Bible is totally different from what Esau set up. You got to be total submissive to the Yahweh man. Totally, like you merge into the water. That is the marriage of the Bible. That is the marriage that Yahweh on himself. Not, well, well, this is the way it is. No, it ain't the way it is according to the Bible. And that's why we have to be in position when the young couples come in and show them exactly, first of all, young man, you try to give give with this better hand. Then if you're trying to give with them, how are you going to fulfill what point of why you looking up that with your side? But you ain't say how you got why anyway, so I give you a little time. And and the book of what book I want? In the book of Hoshia, Joshua, how is you going to fulfill this right here? Tell my well, I'm well. We're going to get together. Well, how are you going to fulfill this right here? In the 24th chapter, what it says in verse number 15, 24-15, how is this going to happen? 2415. What is that here? The book of Joshua, book of Oshia, chapter 24, verse 15 reads. Book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse number 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve Yahweh, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the false Yahweh which your father served, that was on the other side of the flood. Of the false chakras of the Amorites, in whom land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve Yahweh. Now, how are you going to say that? Now, how are you going to say, that? here's a married couple coming in, hello, well, we're going to get together. Okay, well, well what, what, what are your house in? Where you Oh, we're going to stay with um, Ain't Willie May for about, you know, until I get on my feet. No, it don't work that. You don't, you know, going out to the hall and, and, and kick can. No, it don't work like this. First thing you got to do, young man, you got to get what you got. And what it saying? Sarah 33, pick up verse 17, we'll read a little bit. Sarah 33, 17, we'll read a little bit. No, no, young man, listen. Understand if you will do Bible, the first thing you have to do, you got to get you some a job. You got to get your job, you got to get your income coming in. And you gotta step out there and you gotta and and you gotta put you gotta have a nest and then you want the nest is there so you can fulfill what for as for me and my house, we gonna serve Yahweh. Now you upon the will of Yahweh. You can't be taught you we stand with ain't willing to make. She will cut me out for corner in the base. So as soon as your better ass go up there and get in that kitchen. And then, uh, then somebody else in that kitchen, they all, and you got you doing something one way, and they up on a Christianity, and you up on a try to be up on a YWA, you ain't got nothing but a ball of confusion. That's the first thing you gotta do. And another thing you gotta do, 
Well, I got to make, no, you got to make sure one thing. That the Yahweh man and that Yahweh man understand what Yahweh is saying because Yahweh going to kill you if you don't do what you say out your mouth. Numbers 31 and 2 of the three. The book of Numbers, chapter 30, verse number 1 and 2 reads. Book of Numbers, chapter 30, verse number 1. And Moses spake unto the heads of the tribes concerning the family of Israel, saying, This is the thing which I have commanded. Verse number 2. If a man vow vow unto Yahweh, or swear an oath to bind himself with the bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all. That proceed out of his mouth. And see, that's what, see, we fear, remember, the fear of Yahweh is keeping his law, statutes, and commands. You know, we don't, we don't fear no Yahweh. We fear, I better, I better make sure we go down and make sure we got some papers. Uh, you, 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 you fear each five songs more than you fear Yahweh. Listen. This man got all the power. This man tell you exactly if you want him to intervene on what you got to do on whatever point it is. The Bible tell it. We got to be in position in six morning camp to help the young to understand the reason you in, in this condition you're in. You you not looking at what the Bible says. Man, this young first thing we got to train you. I be a young while in man. You just can't bring no man up in class. It's not what you're going to be with it. No, no, no. We got to see if he qualified to fit the title of being a Yahweh man. Listen, young man, do you know if you vow a vow to Yahweh, I don't care if it's 100 trillion million years, you're gonna, he going to collect on you. You don't break your word out of your mouth. You don't, you don't talk loose. You talk. You learn how to step up and get your family in order before you have a family. You get out there and get your nest together, and then you get that woman in, she totally submissive to you, holy. But you have to be a Yahweh man. That's the only thing Yahweh going to intervene on. He ain't intervene what this world got going on. What the world got going on, because first of all, when it's time for you to start shutting down in First Kings chapter two, let's let let's watch what the Bible says when it's time to be shut down what's going on. Let's see what say we can read, Jayo. First Kings chapter two, verse number one, let's read a little bit. Let's read a little bit, just shut down time. Come on. The book of First Kings, chapter two. Verse number one read. Book of 1 Kings, chapter 2, verse number 1. And the days of David drew nigh, that he should die. He charged Solomon his son, saying, verse number 2, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. Verse number 3, and keep the charge of Yahweh to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, and his judgment, and his covenant. As it is written in the Torah instructions, the law of Moses, that thou mayest possibly in all that thou doest, and whatsoever thou turnest thyself. So, 
when Daniel was getting ready to sit down, he had two, three wives. Why ain't call one his wife though? So it don't work like that. That's the point we make. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. Call your son over. So your son is the next one that takes over, not the wife. And we get a we get a precept on the case in point there, you know. The wife don't take over. The son takes over. The wife holds down until the son is able to take his position. Now I want to get a case in point on Solomon when um he was getting ready to shut down. Yeah, you know. You want to about that's why we, we teach spirit later, Yahweh. You know, if when once once the order is in place, there's the answer fall behind it. Once we once we able to show the order thing, Yahweh order's gonna kick in in the order. Give me a precept on that, Second Chronicles uh, 15, 12, and 13. What we're saying Second Chronicles is a, no first well, you know what I want. Where Verse 12 and 13 and 15 chapter Chronicles. Uh, I need that, Elder. Which one I need that come out? The book of First Chronicles chapter 15. Verse number 13 and verse number 15 read. Look at First Chronicles chapter 15, verse 13. But because you did it not at the first, Yaquah Yaquah made a breach upon us, so that we saw them not after the due order. Verse number 15. And the children of the Levites, by the ark of Yaquah upon their shoulders, with the staff thereof, as Moses commanded, according to the word of Yaquah. See, and, and that's why we have to watch everything from the pages of the book. We got to listen. To do this right here, we got to lead by example. This is, this is the ball game right here. What we got to do, how we got to do it. Now, I'm looking for um, the other. I'm looking for uh, when Solomon was getting ready to shut him down. Solomon was getting ready to shut him down. Then no fear came in. Told uh, Bathsheba. That's the name. He whooped in Bathsheba here and told her, listen, you go on over there and do some talking, and and I'll come in and I'll confirm your words. What are we going to find out there, the You get in there and you start, as soon as you get to talking real good, then I'm going to come in because some of other boys and all with the pad got 50 men running behind them, everybody jumping up and down. And then the fear knew they don't supposed to go that way. So he told um, Bathsheba, this is what you do. We want to talk about it. What are going there, Elder? What are going to hit, hit some that conversation there? Yeah, I'm trying to lay my eyes on it, just see. Yeah, we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. And, uh, and she and the fear came in, and he talked to Bathsheba, 
So, uh, look here. You know, uh, some other boys have got sketchy names running behind and, and and he told him get over get on my mule and take old Solomon down to uh, the Guion Spring. That's a long way from that 36 acres of granite rock where Solomon and David had was the horse state. Taking down the Guion Spring and annoying him there. That what he said. Taking down yeah, and annoying cool. him. Uh, got it. What you, what you got? What you working with? First Kings chapter. Yes, sir. The book of First Kings chapter one, verse number eleven reads. Right. Book of First Kings chapter one, verse eleven. But for nature spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, "Has thou not heard that Abinadab, the son of Haggith, the reign in David?" Our Yahweh knoweth it not. Verse number 12. Now therefore come, let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel, that thou mayest save thine own life, and the life of thy son Solomon. Verse 13. Go and get thee in unto King David, and say unto him, This that this not thou, my Yahweh, O king, swear unto thy handmaid, saying, Surely Solomon thy son shall reign at peace. He shall sit upon the throne. Well, that point there. I want that point there, Elvin. Back up and uh, I, I want to know who this woman again. Who is she again? I, I need to hear that again. Call that verse out for the mass and the audience. I, I, I need to hear, hear that real plainly. Who, who this woman again is? The book of 1 Kings chapter 1, verse number 11. Where poor Nathan spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon. You see, a lot of times, see what happens, you know, a lot of times when, you know, when you have a child out, you better have, then uh, you get in a relationship with them, you know, and, and, they, and they'll put, they, they go right back to the world on you. And, and no, 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 you got, to a, you got to have the same spirit in class and out of spirit. You got to look at me exactly the way the Bible look at me, whether you in the class or out of the class. You don't just all of a sudden turn on up and all of a sudden now you don't call me or you don't pillow talk, and now you call me by my government name. You didn't call me by my government name. You didn't call me by my government name. What you call me by my government name for? Huh? So you got to have a, you got to have the Bible spirit on you. Now, we found out in 111 that this is, this is, this is uh, Solomon's wife in 111. And uh, her name is Bathsheba. She's, uh, she is the mother of Solomon. Now, the seal told her, look, we're going to give you some counsel, but now I want to see how she's going to approach him by her being the mother, the mother of Solomon. Is that what we read in verse 11 there of El? Hallelujah. Is that what we read? Okay. Hallelujah. Is that what we read? Hallelujah. Now, let's see exactly 
what's going on. Now, we're just going to see what's going on, and we're going to call it, and then we're going to bring Mother, Mother in. We have to the night broadcast itself, and Mother Dear Israel. So now, so now we see this woman is the wife of Solomon, and she got a son by him. So that put her in great shape, no doubt about it. Let's see how she responds and how she operates in verse number 26. Let's read a bit verse 26. What is that? First Kings chapter 1, verse 20. Let's read a bit and see what's going on. Book of First Kings chapter 1, verse number 26 reads, But me, even me thy servant, and Zadok the priest, but Ananias, the son of Jehoadah, and thy servant Solomon, have he not called? Verse 27. Is this thing done by my Yahweh, the king? Thou hast not showed it unto thy servant, who should sit on the throne of my Yahweh, the king, after him. Verse 28. Then King David answered and said, Call me by Sheba. And she came into the king's presence, and stood before the king. Verse 29. The king swore and said, And Jacquard liveth, and have redeemed my soul out of all distress. Verse 30. Even as I swear unto thee by Jacquard of Israel, saying, Surely Solomon your son shall reign after me. He shall sit upon my uh-huh. throne. Well, 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 hold that point. Hold that point. Here. I, I, I'll mess around and, and that's a good point. But I, I guess since I'm already that close to it, I'll we want to get down to um, something that she did. I want to find out what she did. Now, she is a wife, and she got a son by him. And I need to read something since she's there, but I'm going to bag up a little bit. I, I want to read something that we can read. What happened in verse number 30? And 31. Yeah, I'm going to back up and get a little bit more. Let's see what happened in verse 30 and 31. That We're going to get specific points out. Bathsheba is, her son is Solomon. She's the wife of David. Let's see what happened in verse 30 and 30, 30 and 31. Verse 30 and 31 of that first chapter. What happened? Come on. Look at 1 Kings chapter 1. Verse number 30 reads. Even if I swear unto thee, by Yahweh of Israel, saying, Surely Solomon thy son shall reign after me. He shall sit upon my throne in my stead. Even so will I certainly do this day. Verse 31. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth, did reverence to the king, and said, Let my Yahweh, King David, live forever. I said, she is the man. You hear what happened to him? Wait a minute. She is the wife. She got a song by him. And how did she conduct herself? And what did she call him? You mean all of us in that? How did she act? And what did she call him? What did she do in verse 31? And what did she call him? Come on. Book of 1 Kings chapter 1, verse 31 reads, and that she would bow with her face to the earth, did reverence to the king, and said, 
Let my yakwa, King David, live forever. Now you see it. Now you see what kind of teaching we got to do. Now you see here what kind of teaching we got to do. See, when these young couples got to understand something, if you don't get the blessing of Yahweh, which like, like, most like you say, that we need that, that give what they need, we got to understand how you want Yahweh to intervene in relationship. Now we want to back up now and remember this. The seer told us, look, let me give you a little counsel. And now you go on in and I'm going to, Confirm the word. Now let's back up again, because I want that that a storyline. We we show you found that when man have a son, the son is the next rule, not the wife. The wife in in the world, the wife call the shot. But in the Bible, that son, once he's old enough, he called the shot. See how the thing didn't turn upside down? See, we look at the wife's responsibility. The wife's responsibility to make sure she got a Yahweh name. Because the order of things, the son is the one getting everything that the father got, not the wife. Because here's Bathsheba right here. They got, she's married to him and got a son called Solomon. Now the seer is talking to her. Let's see what he says to her that we all can read together. And first King, the seer going to talk some good talk to her. And said, let me give you counsel on what to do. Now, get down to verse 13 and let's see what happens. We go on to First Kings one thirteen. We're just gonna read what happened. Then we'll comment, and then we'll ask the mother, "Do you agree with? Do you agree with what we just got to read?" We're gonna we're gonna find out. Do the mother agree? Just in case up. But Yahweh intervened. We gonna have to come back to this Bible, and we got to make a decision according to this Bible, not according to what you know what I think. Not the point what you think. What I think. What the Bible says. What the Bible says at the end of We're going to read what the seal told them. I'm going to give you counsel now. You go on in there and you get the big, you get busy, and I'm going to come in after that. Verse 13. 1 Kings 1 13. Let's read a little bit, Elder. The book of 1 Kings, chapter 1, verse number 13 reads What get thee in unto King David and say unto him, Do not thou, my Yahweh, O king, swear unto thy handmaid sin. Surely, Solomon, thy son, shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. By the end of Abaniah, reign. Verse 14. Behold, while thou yet talkest there with the king, I also will come in after thee and confirm your words. Verse 15. Bathsheba went in unto the king. Verse number 15. And Bathsheba went in unto the king, into the chamber. And the king was very old. And Abishah, the Shumanite, ministered unto the king. Verse 16. That she would bow and did obedience unto the king. And the king said, What should thou, what, what wouldst thou? Verse 17. Hold that point. Hold that point, yo. Hold that point. Who is Bathsheba again according to uh, 
Verse 12, who is, who, who is, who is, who is Bathsheba according to 112? The book of 1 Kings chapter 12. And sit down, therefore let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel. Thou mayest save thine own life, and the life of thy son, Solomon. Uh-huh. And verse 13. Verse number 13. Go and get thee in unto King David, and say unto him, Did not thou, my Yahweh, O king, swear unto thy handmaid, said, Surely, Solomon, your son shall reign after me. He shall sit upon my throne. Why the end of Abaniah reign? Uh-huh. Okay, well, verse 11. Verse 11, I know. Verse number 11. Yeah, verse verse one. Verse 1, verse number 11. Wherefore, Nathan spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon. Thank that, You mean, you mean she is the mother of Solomon? Yeah, she is the mother of Solomon, and she's David's wife. But understand one thing. She calls him Yahweh. And when she comes in the presence of her husband, the mother of Solomon, what did she do in verse 15? The book of 1 Kings 1, verse number 15. That she went in unto the king into the chamber. And, and the king was very old, and Abishai, the Shumanite, ministered unto the king. Verse 16. That she was bowed and, and did obedience unto the king. And the king said, What would thou? Y'all hear that? So you see, this is Bible. So I'm telling you something. That's the six and nine count. When those come in and talks about we want to get together, you first got to show that man one thing. You got to be a Yahweh man. A Yahweh man said, whatever clocks your mouth, it's on, it's it's in stone a hundred trees million years ago. So we got to prove that you're going to do what you got to do. First thing you got to do, you got to go find your place. You got to go find your place. You can't just come out while I'm getting married, I'm going. I ain't willing to gonna give me a, a, a corner in the basement, or I'm gonna stay with her. You mean you won't stay with her? Then you can't fulfill nothing. You can't fulfill nothing in this book. You got to lead by example. You got to get your place, and she got to come with you. Matter of fact, let me bring the mothers in, and uh, and I'm 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 gonna be looking for some. I'm going to be looking for some hallelujah wives, and that means they are three. We'll find out. So when you meet Mother Eve, one of the most out of camp one with a lot of boys, he said, Mother Eve, one of the most out of camp one. Y'all wives, be with you at Mother Eve. Y'all wives, bless you, Sir Israel. I'll see you, girl. Y'all wives, bless you, Sir Israel. I'll see you, girl. Yahweh bless you, Sir Israel, and see Roy. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Mother Z, Yahweh, be to that be Roy. Yahweh bless you, Sir Israel, and see Hallelujah, Hallelujah, 
book of Genesis 2, 16 to 18. Yeah. Book of Genesis 2, 16 to 18. Oh, that's a lot of stuff, huh? Yeah. Verse 16 reads, And the Yahweh commanded the man, saying, every tree of the garden, thou freely eat. 17. But if the tree, what of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest, thou art, thou shalt surely die. Give me some more. Give me some more. Verse 3. I mean, verse 18. And the Yahweh, Yahweh said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help me for him. 19. And out of the garden, the Yahweh, Yahweh formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called them, and whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name there are. Yeah. That's it. So now we clear that Bathsheba understood that although she had a son by Solomon, I mean, she had a son by David called Solomon. But she knew one thing, because you have to instruct your better half exactly before you, you come together in the head, before you come together in the bed. Certain things you have to know, that the man by Yahweh have given him the Yahweh man. You give him the first and the last word. And that is right there in verse 19. Now read that again, Mother, make sure that, they, that Adam and Mother, a Mother Eve, I mean, most G of Israel, help me. Second Ezra, it's a precept. You go and get a precept out of most G of Israel. Second Ezra, chapter 6, verse 54. Had that waiting on me, mother. 54 down to verse 56. Had that waiting on those here. Hey, hey, mother, read that again, verse uh, 19 again. Look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 19. And out of the ground, Yahweh formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Now, what what is that saying, Mother? Do 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 did Yahweh give his man the first word and the last word? Or is that saying anything different? That that Yahweh 
godly man gets the first word and the last word. Is, is that what we read in verse 19? In verse 19, it says, whatsoever he calls them, the name of them, that was it. That was it. So that was what? That was it. Whatever, whatever, whatsoever. Well, I'm going to read the part, what I'm talking about. Okay. Unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So did, did Adam get the first and the last word, Mother? According to Yahweh? Huh? Adam got the first word and the last word. Oh. Uh, so we know it's going to be a school, Mother. And we have to make sure we got to bring things back to the Bible. That's why you just don't go out there and be looking for no happy jack. You're going to be wearing 14 shoes. You got to look for a young wallet man. And that young wallet man got to understand his position. He must lead by Now, mother. Hey, mother. Give me that. Give me what I'm looking for now, mother. I forgot what I was looking for over there in the second episode. So, um. Uh, you on the clock there, Mother. Yeah, business. What, what, what you working with? Well, um, I thought I heard you say Second Ezra, uh, chapter six, sixty-four. So they know sixty-four. 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 Huh? Five. Sixty-four. Okay. Second Ezra, chapter six. Fifty-four, down to fifty-six. Fifty-four, okay. Uh, Second Ezra chapter six, verse fifty-four. And after these, Adam also thou madest Yahweh of all your creatures. Of him come we all, and the people also whom thou has chosen. Mm-hmm. Two more verses. Verse 55. And, I mean, all this have I spoken before you, O Yahweh, because thou madest the world for our sake. Fifty-six. <laughs> As for the other peoples, which also comes of Adam, thou hast said that they are nothing, but we, I mean, but be like unto spittle, and has likened the abundance of them unto a drop that falleth. From a vessel. Mm-hmm. Now, so, so now you found that Yahweh made Adam Yahweh over all his, his great creation. Then he said, as for other people, 
He said they ain't nothing. Now, why why do you say that ain't nothing, Mother G of Israel? Let's go to let's go to Psalm fifty verse sixteen and seventeen. Why do you say it ain't nothing? We're going to Psalm chapter fifty verse sixteen and seventeen. And you know, I need you on the book of Toby for a minute. Then we'll get back to Tiberius Julius Alexander. Let's um Psalm fifty sixteen seventeen. Why he said the other nation ain't nothing? I won't. Psalms 50, verses 16 and 17. Verse 16. But unto the wicked, Yahweh said, What hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in your mouth? 17. Seeing thou hatest instruction, and casteth my words behind you. Mm-hmm. So, he said, wicked, cast his word behind their back. So, mm-hmm. what is y'all talking about from the wicked? My mother. My mother, me of Israel. What yeah. is y'all talking from the wicked? Nothing. Nothing. Never forget that. And that's why we have to make sure we show those that come in contact with what the Bible says. Ain't nothing that the wicked, because they are the deceivers, and ones in power today is the sins of Esau, the white man and white woman, but they are the deceivers. It's nothing that they're going to set, Yahweh's going to set from them. You got to find out and how to help other people's book. You want the blessing of Yahweh? You got to learn out what he's telling us, how we got to walk and talk. Because there's nothing you can get from him that Yahweh is going to tell. Nothing. Keep in your mind. Nothing. So now, if we go on, then we get back to Tiberius Julius Alexander. We want to make sure we're clear about this, because this is going to have to be taught. Because a young couple on their way, and we got to let them know clearly this Yahweh man must step to the place. He must have a way to be in his position. You can't be somebody he's going to see if you have made Amazon house, or I'm, I'm going to stay with her. What you mean you're going to stay with her? You got to, or you might have gone down to City Hall somewhere. Because we know one thing. That's the recipe for disaster because the Bible is not going to fit nothing. We show you in the Bible, you ain't going to agree with none of this. You ain't got nothing to do with age. You got something to do with teaching them right. This is what it is. This is a teaching ministry. We can help you, but we can only show what the Bible saying. Now we're going to get the final conversation in the book of Toby. But mother, a hey mother, 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 he had me, had me, Ruth chapter 1, 16 and 17, had that waiting on me after, after we get with over here. So the chapter mm-hmm. 8, hey, you know, you hold, you hold that, hold that Ruth, Ruth, R-U-T-H, had that 1, 16 and 17. 
had that weight on me after we been with with our elder. Uh, Tobit chapter 8, you know, pull down the verse 8, what it say? Book of Tobit chapter 8, verse number 4 through 8 reads. Book of Tobit chapter 8, verse number 4 reads. After that they were both set in together, Tobias rose out of the bed and said, Sister, arise, and let's pray that Yahweh will have pity on us. Yes. Verse number 5. Then began Tobias to say, Bless us thou, O Yahweh of our fathers, and blessed be thy righteous and great name forever. Let the heaven bless thee and all thy creatures. Verse number six, I made his Adam, gave him Eve, his wife, for a helper and stake. Of him came mankind, and I said, It is not good that man should be alone. Let us make unto him an aid. Like unto himself. Verse number seven. And now, Yahweh, I take not this my sister for lust, but uprightly and for mercifully ordained we may become aged together. Verse number eight. And she said with him, Hallelujah, Yahweh. <laughs> and now, skip down to verse number 19 to 21. Listen to, listen to this, um, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z, listen, listen, listen to this 19 to 21 by I.L. Come on. The book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse number 19 reads, And he kept the wedding feast 14 days. Verse 20, For before the days of the marriage were finished, Regiel had said unto him by an oak, He should not depart to the 14th day of the marriage were expired. Verse 21. Then he should take the half of his goods, go in safely to his father, and should have the rest when I my, and my wife be dead. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got a daughter, and he, he told him to take how much of his good and what? What mean women? What happened to his daughter? What happened to his daughter? His blood daughter is. How do we go up? According to verse twenty-one, elder, we said again. Listen, hey, hey, Moses, listen real good. That's just Moses. But I told him at the eight, verse seven twenty-one. Then he said, and then he should take the half of his good, go in safety to his. And should have the rest when I and my wife be dead. So you telling me, you telling me that that this man, which is um, the daughter of this young lady, told the man that she's married, you take half of my good. And you get the rest of my goods when I and my wife die. Is, 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 that, is that Can I get an audible yap while Moses? Is that what we read? Mm-hmm. Can I get an audible yap while that? 
Jacob heaven restore thee, my dear brother, and grant that I may see thy children of my daughter, Sarah, before I die, that I may rejoice before Yahweh. Behold, I commit my daughter unto thee of special trust. Therefore, do not entreat her evil. You see that? That's right. So you see, so you see what got to be taught, and that's why it's so important for the mother to understand one thing: couples is coming. That's why they got to be trained how to be. Um, they got to be trained by the mother. The young women, when they come to you, you have to take them straight over to Titus chapter two and take reverse. But I want Titus two three. Pray a little bit there, so you gotta get them straight over there, and you gotta know your position because you can't look at a great couple. You gotta be able to sit them down and show exactly your responsibility on getting them ready for a marriage relationship. You take them straight over to um, Titus chapter two. Is what you have to have already in your head. Big time. Titus chapter 2, verse 3 down to verse 8. Mm-hmm. Titus chapter 2, 3 down to verse 8. What does that have? Book of Titus chapter 2, verse number 3 through 8 reads. Book of Titus chapter 2, verse number 3. The aged woman likewise, that they be in behavior and become Righteousness, not false accusers, not giving too much wine, teaching of good things. Verse number four, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. Verse number five, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of Yahweh be not blessed for me. Verse number six. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded. Verse 7. And all things show thyself a pattern of good works and doctrine, showing our corruptness, gravity, sincerity. Verse number 8. Sound speech that cannot be condemned. He that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Mm. No. Bring, bring verse 5 out again, Neo. Now, listen to verse 5. Listen to what it says in verse 5. What's that hell in verse 5? The book of Titus, chapter 2, verse number 5 reads, To be discreet, safe, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of Yahweh be not blasphemed. So you, if you don't be to your own husband, the word of Yahweh will be blasphemed. That means you got to be obedient. Meaning, he gets the first and the last word, and you and you agree. Whether you came in on a buddy and a conversation or not. See, this will got to be taught to the young ladies to come. Because it's going to be a school. It's going to be a banquet hall. It's going to be a radio station. That got to be taught to the young ladies coming in when, it, when it's time to counsel. Before you give this man understanding your position, you got this man have over you according to Yahweh. That's why that man that you 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 talking about getting with, you got to make sure this man's a Yahweh man, because this is the word. If you don't, the word of Yahweh will be Yahweh will be 
word of Yahweh not be blasphemed. So if they go any other way, the word of Yahweh will be blasphemed. So you got to tell them, consider this. Grandbabies and everything else. When you give this man, this is the responsibility of this man that got over you, that the word of Yahweh won't be blasphemed. And all you folks say behind any of that, come on there, Moses, Moses, hey, Moses, what you got there in that roof, 116 and 17? This guy, you folks to talk. Roof hmm. chapter 1, everybody got to know these things. If they don't know mm-hmm. these things, if they don't want to accept it, tell the Lord I'll kill you all so much. Yep. Don't forget to take it. It's not a step this way right here. It's going to be the blessing of Yahweh, like Moses, the blessing that we need. This is what we need to know these things. 116 and 17, bring them up. Look at Ruth, chapter 1, verse 16, and verse 17. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. But whether thou goest, I will go. And whether thy Lord, our Lord, thy people shall be my people, and your Yahweh, my Yahweh. 17. Where thou dies, will I die, and there will I be buried. Yahweh do not do so to me, and more also of all, but do his part. But if all, Right. That's and more also, that if all, but depart, but depart thee and me. Depart, mm-hmm. depart thee and me. So, so you see how the mindset, or you better have, I got a telephone number from this brother. He said, I love to come to class and uh, I'm bring my, um, Wife with me. He said, Now I'm in with this religious teaching that you're doing here. I like this, but my wife is a Jehovah Witness. Now you see that? But my wife is a Jehovah Witness. That's how he told me. I'm just trying to find out who's going to put this telephone number on because his wife is a Jehovah Witness. I got his number in. But my wife is a Jehovah Witness. So now that's the recipe. He, he likes the teaching, but his wife is a Jehovah Witness. So that means one thing about it, you see what we're going to run into once we um, get in contact with him, but his wife is the whole witness. Mm-hmm. See, because whatever that man owns, she both be on. Now, we get one more out of that, mother. And 316, then we back off to getting back to this Tiberius Jewish Alexander. Hey, hey, mother, mother, I mean, mother, G.F. Israel, get in that verse, um, and 316 of Genesis. This got to be understood. If you want Yahweh the blessing that we need, we got to understand that our position is sit them down and show them what the Bible says. That's it. That's it. To receive your blessing, sit them down. Show them what the Bible says and say nine is on you. Are you gonna are you gonna be a three sixteen of Genesis or what? What is that about? See up Israel. Genesis chapter three, verse fifteen. I mean sixteen, 16. read. 
What did he read? Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow <laughs> and your conception in sorrow. Thou shalt bring forth children, and that and your desire shall be to your husband, and he shall rule over you. Now, y'all hear that, mother? So you see what God be you got you you see you see what got to be told to the young couple? What your desire is? Your desire is to that man, and that man is to rule over you. Order from Yahweh. That man gets the first and the last word. Okay. You have to get your knee right. And you got to call that man Yahweh. So all this has to be understood. You got to be a Yahweh. You got to be a Yahweh man. That's the ball we make it. You just can't, you just can't bring old happy jack up in there. Happy Jack ain't gonna work. You you got to be a Yahweh man that you know that you can come to Yahweh. Matter of fact, he read that over the next show, 37, 12, and 15 of the rock. Then we're getting back to Tiberius. See, still one thing. Mother said something, and I told her, uh, Romans 4, 17, you call things although they're not, although as they are. We know it's gonna happen. That's why we got to get in order. Yahweh is waiting to put the blessing on there what we need, but we have to stop making decisions according to the other nation. He don't told you there's nothing the other nation got that he's going to accept anyway. What are you going to accept? What's written in this book? The order about this book. That's what Yahweh is going to accept. What's written in this book? This man must be a 37 verse 12 and 15, or tell him uh, go down to city hall somewhere and take and take her with you. So it don't work like that. What is that hell? 37, 12 and 15. Sirach. The book of Sirach, chapter 37, number 12, verse number 15 reads. Book of Sirach, chapter 37. Verse number 12. But be continually with the Yaquali man, whom thou knowest, and keep the commandments of Yaquali, whose mind is according to thy mind, and will sorrow with thee, if thou shalt miscarry. Verse 15. Above all this, pray to the Most High, that he will direct your way in truth. You see that? So you know, if you... You can, a man can't say he's a Yahweh man. All way he's a Yahweh man, he will know about it because he's gonna he gonna be he gonna be in a he gonna be in a quick hurry to make sure he follows what is told in his book. Keep the Sabbath day, huh? Keep the Sabbath day. Paul showed on the Sabbath day. Because if you if you're not a Yahweh man, what's gonna catch you? You gonna be all over the place. You gonna look at you you gonna be you gonna be looking at authority like a wolf looking at a sheep. No, it don't work like that. Well, that's enough of that. So that's what understand something. 
for Yahweh to intervene, we must be able to tell them exactly what they got to do. And then another thing, you got you to make sure you tell them about exactly what to put in that man's mouth and her mouth and the kid's mouth, too. See, you got a lot of things to do. You got uh, while you on your way in, bring me, bring me something back. Well, no, 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 no. Ain't no bring me back something from nowhere. See, we got a lot of work to do. But you want y'all to intervene? A lot of work got to be done. Now, put that to the side for a minute, and we're going back to to uh, Elder. We're going back to to see this prophecy. So now we clear that Yahweh told the children of Israel in the 28th chapter, verse 25, in particular verse 47 to 54. We're going back to Deuteronomy 28, verse 25, and get down to 47 to 54. Hey, Lord, Yahweh, come on. Look at Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse number 25. Psalm 47 through 54 reads. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28. Verse number 25 reads. Deuteronomy 28, verse 25. Yahweh shall call thee to be smitten before thine enemy. Thou shalt go out one way against them, and flee seven ways before them, shall be removed into all the kingdom of the earth. Verse number 47. The book of Deuteronomy. 28, verse 47 reads, Because thou servest not Yahqua, your Yahqua with joyfulness, with gladness of mind, for the abundance of all things. Verse 48, Therefore shalt thou serve thy enemy, which Yahqua shall send against thee, in hunger, in thirst, and in nakedness, and in one of all things, shall put a yoke of line upon thy neck, until he have destroyed thee. Verse 49, Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Verse 50, a nation of fierce continents, who shall not regard the person of old, nor show favor to the young. Verse 51, he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy land, until thou be destroyed. He shall also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or the increase of thy kind, or flocks of thy sheep, till ye have destroyed you. Verse 52, And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates, until the high and fenced walls come down, wherein thou trustest throughout all thy land. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which Yaqua hath given you. Verse 53, Thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters, which Yahweh and Yahweh have given thee in the seed and in the straightness, wherewith thy enemies shall be distressed thee. Verse 54, that the man that is tender among you, very delicate, his eyes shall be evil toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom, toward the remnant of his children, which he shall leave. Uh-huh. Now you see, there was a prophecy told exactly what will happen to you. And this happened in 70 AD. 
But guess what? He had a snake. And what did this snake do again? Let's check the national to hear what this snake did. And he was a wicked bloodline Judah. Tight of Tiberius Julius Alexander. What 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 did he do that to let, let the national to hear what what did what did he do? Elder, one, one more again. What did he do? Come on. I'm from an article in the Jerusalem Post, and it reads, Tiberius Julius Alexander, the Yagda destroyed Yagda Judah, Jerusalem. Is that a wicked tribe? And that's what they do today. They always see who can help take somebody down. You go to the, and they took the same page in 7 AD. And look at all of your known leaders. There's always somebody that looks just like you left the door open for the enemy to destroy you. Titus could never pull this off unless he had a turn coat Judah. There was a big general in Titus' army. He knew the layout. He was raised up as Judah, bloodline. But guess what he did? And that same thing Elder read earlier in the book of the book um the forgotten book uh, on page two thirty seven, chapter three, when he was told by Judah, "Don't let money." women and wine and flame you. This is where I messed up at and don't mess up like that. But we look at positions, we don't care how we get a position, we just want to get a position, but your position you can be setting up your brother to take him out. And that's exactly what happened here. This man right here is the one that blew out, that drove the map on how to kick your people down. But he don't get no credit on, on that one out thing. He gets credit when you do the research. <laughs> All you read about is Titus doing this. All you read about Titus destroyed Jerusalem and Beth Pavia. But no, no, it didn't. This big throw general that they had that was Judah. This is the one playing up, put the blueprint together, put the package together. And Titus just followed his lead on taking down his own people. So your own people can deliver you up. That's why you got to know who labor among you. You got to know if you don't come up under the bar of the covenant. If you don't come up under the bar of the covenant, you already know. And we can tell there was somebody jerking you because you can't keep up. You always give a law. That means you got outside influence because Yahweh is not giving you the blessing. You better tell everything from the page of the book. What a snake said. You better tell what a snake said. Because one thing about tell when you got snakes around, they're going to leave you clues on how they operate, uh, Mother, Mother, Mother They'll leave you clues. 119 of the book called 
Okay, so right chapter six, verse seven. Is that right? Two. Huh? Six verse two. No, six verse two. So right chapter six verse two read. Six two. Exalt. So right chapter six verse two. Huh? Yes, ma'am. So I think too. Exalt not yourselves in the counsel of thine own mind, that your soul be not torn in pieces, a bull straying along. Mm-hmm. So you see, you got to watch them to get in their own mind, get in their own feelings, mother, and they get in their own mind. So you got to watch it. You got to mark him to do that. You got to mark him in your mind. Oh, okay, I see what you own for this book. You offer your own feeling. You offer your own mind. Hey, yo, give me that loop. Because let me say it. You're going to be deceived. You will be deceived. And um, you're going to um, eat your own children. And your gate's going to come down. He said, well, who going to deliver you up? Is your enemy going to deliver you up? That's what we're going to do that. And we find out uh, the enemy can be those that look like you, walk like you, and talk like you. Mm-hmm. Like that old uh, song called, I mean, old, that old um, movie called Gidget. They look alike, they talk a lot, you can, you can lose your mind. Gidget, whatever that was. So I'm telling you something. That's why you gotta watch. You got to understand the position we're in to get our blessing. We must make Bible decisions on the conclusion. Well, what did the Bible say about that? You like the, the young man came in class today. He got everything. He won't get some out of team. We ain't got no opinion. What did the Bible say? So now he got. Like he said, now you got to go back home and rethink everything he's saying. Yeah. But when you come here, you want to hear what the Bible says. That's what you were talking. Show us what the Bible says. And we can take it from there. But we can tell when you come to hear something or tell something. We'll know exactly what you want. Luke chapter 1, 67, 9, verse 72, come out. The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse number 67 through 72 reads. book of Luke, chapter 1, verse number 67 reads. Luke, chapter 1, verse 67. The prophet Zechariah was filled with the righteous spirit. The prophet Zechariah said, verse 68, Let's be your father Israel, for you have visited and redeemed his people. Verse 69. And have raised up a horn of a salvation for us in the house of his servant David. Verse number seven. As he spake by the mouth of his righteous seer, which have been since the world began. Verse number seven one. That we should be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all that hate us. Verse number seventy two. To perform the mercies promised to our fathers, 
and to remember his righteous covenant. Mm-hmm. But, see, but, but wait a minute. But wait a minute. Read verse 72 again. But, see, but look, look what he said. Uh, everything kick in when we do what in verse 72 there? The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 72. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his righteous covenant. Hey, that You see what we got to remember? We got to remember the righteous covenant. See, everything kicks in when we remember. If you want your water to remember, you got to remember the righteous covenant. Now, what's, what's the precept on that? Hey, let's go to um, Leviticus. Let's get a precept on that. See, if you if you want Yahweh to get a blessing that we need, what we have to teach those that come in to the sixth anointed camp, what we got to remember is the righteous covenant. Now why so? Now we're gonna get a precept about our why so. It all comes to you. It all fall in line and come to you in the 26th chapter. You, this is the reason why we got to remember the righteous couple. And you see how the Spirit keeps talking until you find the verse? That's why you keep talking until you find the verse. Page out of Ilyasah. Keep talking until you find the verse. No dead time. So he says to remember, and we're going and get a precept on that. And let's see what he says in verse 42. 26, 42. Israel, come on. Book of Leviticus, chapter 26. Verse number 42, read. And when well, I, I remember my covenant. Hold on, it was read 41, just to make sure he's telling you. Now, pick up verse 40 to verse number 42, but we can we'll walk right into it for the national audience sake. Can't take none for granted. Verse 40 on to verse 42. Listen to this. The book of Leviticus, chapter 26, verse number 40 through 42 read. Leviticus 26, verse number 40. They shall confess their iniquity. And walk contrary unto them, and have brought them into the land of their enemies. But then their uncircumcised mind be humble, and they then accept of the punishment of their iniquity. Verse 42. Then will I remember my covenant with Jacob, Israel, and also my covenant with Isaac. Also my covenant with Abraham will I remember. And I will remember the land. You hear man saying? You hear that mo? He ain't he ain't remember nothing till you remember. We got we got to remember and we gotta teach the Bible for Yahweh to kick in. We have to remember what the Bible says on whatever subject. Remember, every subject matter the Bible has the answer to. Well, what did you do with yours? The Bible has the answer to every subject matter. Every verse in the Bible has a precept verse to it. We got a system of young ladies down that talk about where I, I think it's time for me to start 
Yeah, the first thing you start is understanding your position, and then Yahweh will, that Yahweh man will present himself. You can't look at him, well, my biological clock said I'm all, don't worry about all that. The first thing you got to understand, when it's time to sit down, your responsibility to that Yahweh man to come. You got to prep them up. You got to prep them grandbabies up. Show them what Yahweh requires. So all this got to be done. So now, now here comes Yahweh. Now, I'm going to take a look at something. And I'm going to see what you're talking about. In the book of Job there, Elder, in the 39th chapter, pick up verse 26. I, I'm going to see what it's talking about. He said, here, go to Job 39, 26 and read a little bit. Now, whatever they're there, we're going to find out. But what I want to know one thing. Something got to come out of it. What is Job, what is Ishikar boy talking about in 39, verse 26? It's real a little bit there, Elder. What is he talking about? Let's see. The book of Job, chapter 39, verse number 26 reads, Job 39, verse 26, Does the hawk fly by thy wisdom and stretch her wings toward the south? Verse 27, Does the eagle mount up at thy command and make her nest on high? Verse 28, She dwells in the valley on the rock, upon the cridge of the rock, and the strong place. Verse 29, from then she seeketh the prey, and her eyes behold afar off. Verse 30, her young ones also suck up blood, where the slain are, there is she. <laughs> Ain't that so? Hey, now, now, Moses, you like that idea what he might be talking about? He said, what, 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 what is, look at verse 27 and see if you can get a clue. On, on what it's talking about. Now, now, it's a cardboard talk, some good talk here. Let me say in verse 27 again. Let's say hello. The book of Job, chapter 39, verse 27 reads, Does the eagle mount up at thy command and make her nest on high? Now, you, you, you hear what he's saying? Now, didn't do, do we read already in the 47 chapter? That somebody's gonna come like an uh, uh, an eagle on you. You said it. It does the eagle mount up at thy command and make his nest on high? You 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 just what is it, John Keller? Guess what? This is a this is a dark saying of a parable, mother. This is a dark saying of a parable. Uh, Ill, Matthew thirteen thirteen. And 34 and 35, this is a dark thing. Don't you know, this Bible is not a novel, like, like the other told the young man. This Bible is not a novel. This book has parables and dark things to it. Now, they talking about this right here. Does the eagle, does, yeah, mount up the dark command and make his nest on high. And another thing about this eagle, you can see. And you can see now, how did, how did this eagle see now? He's seeing now at, at the bus stop, on the buses, on the, in, the, in the cab. He's seeing on the, on the street. He got things. He's, all he do is just peek. He's looking at everything. He can, he can be sitting 
deal now. He can look over there in Germany. He can, he can look on it and look. He look everywhere. I know I gave a clue when we talking about that now. But he, so this is a prophecy. Did you know an eagle can see? And this is what it gets from. An eagle can see a rabbit three miles away. The eagle got the vision five times than a man and whoever it is, they, they carry the eagle as they find. An eagle can see a rabbit three miles away. You know that? An eagle can do that. Now, somebody has taken up on this spirit and all they want to do is peace. You go over there and... Um, where this second eagle, eagle came from, the Great Britain, and all out there in Great Britain, if you go on your Google search, they got all type of sin devices. They see everything. And now they got not only in the bank, everything, everywhere you go, you're on the bus, got a, got a old, that old one out there, people. People next to you everywhere. Uh, you want to get it from here. Book of Matthew, chapter 13, verse number 13 reads, They will speak out to them in parables, because they see it, see not, and hear it, they hear not, neither do they understand. 34, 35. Verse number... Matthew 13, 34. Matthew 13, verse 34. All these things make your quite a son unto the multitude in parables. And without a parable, spake he not unto them. Verse 35. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the seers, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Yeah, but, but now, wherever still, it got to be revealed. So it's telling you now, wherever still, it got to be revealed now. So when we read the Lot chapter 12, Elder, and we, and, we, and we look at 10 down to verse 18, wherever still got to be revealed. And, and Mother, Mother, Mother Eve, tell me uh, Revelation 6, 1 down to verse 4, and Mother D of Israel pick up at uh, 5 down in verse 8. So now, whatever seal got to be revealed. Do you, do, you, do you understand what he's saying? The rock. This, this, was, this was a seal. Before the inside prophecy even kicked off in Revelation chapter 6, 1 down to verse 4, and, and Mother D of Israel had 5 down in verse 8. This was this was seal. And when you read Revelation, that's end time prophecy. But look what was sealed and not revealed. And Sirach 12, 10 to 18. Hell, y'all got to come up. The book of Sirach, chapter 12, verse number 10 to 18, read. Book of Sirach, chapter 12, verse number 10. Never trust thine enemy, for like his hand rusted. So that's his wickedness. Verse number 11. So he humbled himself and go couching. Yet take good heed and beware of him. Thou shalt be unto him as if thou hast wiped a looking glass. 
Thou shalt note that his rust has not been altogether wiped away. Verse number 12. Set him not by thee, least when he hath overthrown thee, he stand up in your place. Neither let him sit at thy right hand, lest he seek to take thy seat. And thou, at the last, remember my words and be therewith. Verse 13. Who will pity a charmer that is bitten with a serpent, or any such as come not wild beasts? Verse 14. So one that goeth to a sinner and is defiled with him in his sin, who will pity? Verse 15. For a while you will abide with thee, but if thou be, but, but if thou begin to fall, you will not tarry. Verse 16. And the enemy is speaking sweetly with his lips, but in his mind he imagined how to throw thee into a pit. He will watch, he will weep. With the, his eyes, but if he had, but if he find opportunity, you would not dissatisfied, be satisfied with blood. Verse seventeen: If adversity come upon thee, thou shalt find him there first. Though he pretend to help thee, you shall he undermine you. Verse eighteen: He will shake his head, clap his hands, and whisper much, and change his countenance. Mm-hmm. Your precept held in the 64th chapter of Psalm, verse 3 down to verse 10. So you see, he's kind of telling you something. You remember when, you remember he told you that you're going to be deceived by your enemies and do it around it? You precept that to Luke 1, 6, 7, your enemy is going to take you down. He said, but the only way you're going to get the enemy off your back, you will have to know what he said, and when the enemy shows up, you can recognize him. Because his rough's going to be there, he's just going to come crouching and showing you all type of benefits now. He's going to show you all type of, of government programs now, benefits you got. If you were senior citizen, you got this much coming, and then will blind your eyes. But if he tell you no, but then you break the no, well, that's on you. You remember when Hal Washington told um, the voters back in the day? He said, um... He said, now you can teach James Burns all the money and everything else in case. Get all that. Get all the prizes of both of me. Y'all got to know how to deal with this thing now. You don't get soft and forget what the Bible is saying. It says you never. So you don't let your God down on no purpose because it's always something that can come back to you. Because you got past what Yahweh said, never. And don't get them next to you. Otherwise, Rainbow Coalition. Watch it. Uh, Psalm 64, 3 out of verse 10. It'll come out. The book of Psalms, chapter 64. Number 3 to 10 reads. Psalms, chapter 64, verse number 3. With their throat like a sword, bend their bow. To shoot their arrows, even bitter words. Verse number four. And they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. Verse number five. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying snares privately. They say, Who shall see them? Verse number six. They search out iniquity. 
and confidence and diligence and search both the inward thoughts of every one of them, and the mind is deep. Verse number seven. But Yahweh shall shoot at them with an arrow, suddenly they shall be wounded. Verse number eight. So they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All the see them shall flee away. Verse number nine. And all men shall fear and shall declare the work of Yahweh, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. Verse 10. The righteous shall be glad in Yahweh and shall trust in him. And all the upright in mind shall glory. You see that? Now, in Luke chapter 19, the other. 41 down in verse 44. So you see, you see where it goes back to what you have to do. I don't care how it looks, how many benefits they've shown you, how many grants you can get, all these things. You demand the same. He said, but the righteous going to understand these things because the righteous going to be prepped up to understand that when he created this man, he created this man and he pleads that to 115 and 713. Cookie. You can't straighten out. Matter of fact, uh, a snake can't pay you, can't do you no damage until he wiggle, wiggle, wiggle around you. As long as he land out straight, he ain't, no, he, ain't no, he ain't nothing doing. But this man was not made straight. This man is a deceit. We talked about it in Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. This man is received. Listen, the people that you understand with, and Yahweh ain't going to step nothing from the deceived. You have to see do you line up with this book. Look what Yahweh said in the 19th chapter, verse 41, 9 and verse 44. Listen to what Yahweh said. Listen to this. Come on, yo. Luke chapter 19, number 41 to 44 reads. Look at Luke 19, verse 41. When he was come near, he beside he beheld the city and wept over it. Verse 42, saying, Thou had known even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are here from thine eyes. Verse 43. For the day shall come upon thee, that your enemy shall cast a trench about thee, compass thee round, and keep thee in on every side. Verse 44, shall lay thee even with the ground, and your children within thee, they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. You see the man friends? So he came to the city of the southern kingdom of Judah, and he welcomed it. Because you know your enemy was going to lay it down, but the enemy will be led by your brother, your brother, Tiberius, Judas, Alexander. He's going to be the one that grew up among Yah God Judah. But his ambition got him to leave and go and get in the army of the Romans. And he was the one that knew the blueprint. Know how to fulfill prophecy. Because Yahweh's word is saying will be fulfilled. So he was a snake brother. That taking Titus got to get all the credit in his best pages. But 
Tiberius Julius Alexander is the one that delivered you up. He destroyed you. So you gotta watch the ones that come with you gotta watch things in the pages of the book. You will know them by their fruit. To warn you because big time snakes is on their way. We're trying to hold them back from the camp. But you got to be prepared to recognize a big time snake from the pages of the book. You got to recognize it. And the snake can look just like you. But you will know the snake when it comes down to this book. Still, job is to forewarn you. It's on the way. Now, when Errol read Luke chapter 19, 41 to 44, he pulled that verse, Mother Z. He pulled that verse. Let's see what he pulled that from from Daniel chapter 9, verse 22. And we'll take it straight on down. For time's sake, we'll take it straight on down. And see what we get out of it. Pick up at 922. They are going to tell you and see what he pulled this verse from. We can tell you this is uh, uh, 4183 years of the time this thing was made from the time of Daniel to the time this happened here. We can see 483 years. We can see all the way down to the close of that verse there. Come on, Hill. The book of Daniel, chapter 9, number 22 reads. The book of Daniel, chapter 9, verse number 22. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, and thou come forth to give you zeal and understanding. Verse 23. At the beginning of thy supplication, the commandment came forth. I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. Verse 24. Heavenly weeks are determined upon thy people, upon the righteous city, to finish the transgression and to make an end of sin, to make reconciliation for sin, and to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and prophecy. To anoint the righteous city and anoint the righteous place. Verse 25. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore, to build Yachad Judah, until the Messiah, the prince, shall be seven weeks. Three score and two weeks, the street shall be built again, and the wall even in troublous times. Verse 26. And after three score and two weeks, Shall Messiah be let off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city. The temple and the end of earth shall be with the flood. Now to the end of the war, the revelations are determined. Verse 27. He shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. For the overspreading of abomination, he shall make it desolate. Even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured upon the devil. Uh-huh. So you know when they left, so they left an easy RA. When they left, 
So that when they come up where they left the EZRA taking you all the way up to them getting down there in Trojan Sign, trying to build that temple up there in Trojan Sign, Nehemiah, Ezra and Nehemiah Sign, they have sporting it in and more than over in. You ain't this Bible is no novel. This Bible tells everything that happened. That's what Yahweh wrote on the thing, because he knew if you knew what was going on, if you knew what was written over here, and the seal's job is to give you still an understanding. Because that is the purpose of a seal, elders and the mothers, to give young people still an understanding on whatever's going to fall in the time to come. The Bible tells you exactly what you want to you open your mouth. Your walk and talk, the Bible puts the thing on you right then and there. So, y'all, what I was saying, we got to use your crime. But you knew in a, in a couple, two more years, uh, top leaders, Alexander gonna leave here and go get in the Roman Empire. He don't tell exactly how to, to live him up. So I have been, he can't be a big general. This guy became a big general in the Roman Titus Empire. Just don't talk about him. You know why I don't talk about him? Because the liar always put himself up front. He is, he has done everything because he is a seal. He never tell you that was a that it was a your own time laid out the blueprints how to deliver you up. Titus, um, Tiberius, Julius, Alexander. This is the man when when, when Yahweh wake him back up, Yahweh gonna burn him up the most. He's uh he's a ambition man and numerous. His grandfather told him, don't be like that. We read the early part of the lesson. Grandfather said, don't be like that, my son. Don't let wine, women, and money mess up your decision. And that would happen to me. Because I was told what not to do to lead them strange women along. And I did anyway. And I, I even got um, Jamal. And that was that, I had that wine in the again. I walked up to her and said, look here, let me go in to you. She said, what you going to give me? That's how we come here today. So where is he going? So he said, don't let the wine make a decision. Make a barber decision. That's all he's saying. Now, um, Mother Z. Well, you might call in Mother Z and, and give us a commentary on what you heard or whatever y'all problem put on you. Take your time to throw us all yours, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z, y'all probably did that thing right. Yeah, well, bless and keep you see of Israel, of oil seed. Hallelujah, y'all. Hallelujah, y'all. Now, Mother so we we will find out a lot of information. And we don't have to look at these things a little bit more closely. But whatever Yahweh has put on you to tell them, if you want to comment on what you heard, or whatever Yahweh put on you, it's up to you. We're just going to run back and listen that you got the floor and take your time. We got plenty of time. What you got to say to that mother? Um, I'm going to read in... um. Numbers chapter 25, verse 12. Numbers 25, 12. 25, 
Numbers chapter 25, verse 12, verse 12. Well, folks, saying, Behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace, and he shall have it, and he and his seed after him, even the covenant of and the covenant for an everlasting priesthood, because he was jealous of him, uh, jealous of his Yahweh and made an atomic, 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 another word, a for the the children of Israel. Now, now the name of the, now the name of the, of the Israelites that was, even slain, even they were slain with the malice, Mizzetite woman was Shimmerai, the son of Saul. A priest, a priest of a chief chief house among the so I don't know that is verse fifteen and the name of the Midianite woman that was slain was Co- the daughter of I don't know. Z, she was, she was, over, she, she was head over a people and of a chief, chief house in Midian. Verse 16, and the Yahweh spoke unto Moses, saying, Dix, the Midianite and smite them. Verse 18, for the a day which you will bow while with where will they had begun begot begun begot you in Begill you in the matter of Pioro and in the matter of see the daughter of the priest of Midianite, their sister, which was slain in slain in the in that day of the plague of. Pioris, for Pioris, for Pioris' sake. Hallelujah. 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 Like you said, they were praying there, Mother. 
because they got again what Yahweh told them not to do. He told you ain't got no business messing around no Chinese and Japanese women. No Chinese, Japanese women or Filipinos and all that, which is uh, and out of them come the Koreans. Certain things we go against the Bible and always gonna come up short. That's what happened. But you read now, if by violating the scriptures again. Now, before we get to the mother of the arrow, I want to take a look at something in Daniel, chapter 7. And look at verse 7 down to verse number 20. We're going to lay that in, and then we're going to bring the mothers in and see exactly what, what's going on with this. We're going to Daniel chapter 7, verse 7, down to verse 20. Elder Yahdai Israel, come on. Look at Daniel chapter 7, verse number 7, to verse number 20 reads. The book of Daniel chapter 7, verse number 7 through 20 reads. Daniel chapter 7, verse number 7. After this, I saw the night vision. Behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. He had great iron teeth, and devour and break in pieces. It stopped the residue with the feet of it, and it was the birth from all the beasts that were before it. And he had ten horns. Verse number eight. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the root. Behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. Verse number nine. I beheld to the stones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His strong was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. Verse number ten. The fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousand ministered unto him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. Verse number eleven. I beheld then, because of the voice of the great word which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Verse number twelve. As concerning the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away. If their lives were prolonged for a season and time. Verse 13. I saw the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven. He came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. Verse 14. There was given him dominion, glory, and a kingdom, that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away. This kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Verse 15. I Daniel was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the vision of my head troubled me. Verse 16. I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. Verse 17. These great beasts which are poor are poor kings. We shall arise up out of the earth. Verse 18. But the saints of the Most High 
shall take the kingdom and address the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Verse 19. And I would know the truth of the fourth beast, which was divert from all the others. Exceeding dreadful, routine for the lion, the nails of brass, which devour and break in pieces, except the residue with this beast. Verse 20. And of the ten horns that were in his head, and of the others which came up, before whom three fell, even of that horn that had eyes, and a mouth that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows. Mm-hmm. I see that. Now, that's a whole lot of good dudes up in there. But for time's sake, we'll figure out who this is by going to end time prophecy. Come on out, my mother. Mother, mother Eve, and a closing statement, give me your end time prophecy that you got in that six chapters. One down at verse four. And a closing statement, that mother. Mother Eve, come up. Book of Revelation, chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. Verse 1. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals. Pardon me? Grandmother. Okay. Uh, Revelation, chapter 6, verse 1. And I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, Come and see. Verse 2. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth, conquering and to conquer. Verse 3. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. Verse 4. And there went out another horse that was raised, and power was given to him that sit thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. Verse 5. And when he had opened, and when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that set it on him had a, had a pair of balance in his hand. Verse 6. And I heard a voice in the midst of the fourth beast say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see the hurt. Not the hurt, not the oil and the wine. Verse eight, and I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and he, and his name that sat on him was death, 
and hell. For follow with him, and power was given unto him, unto given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. Yeah, yeah, mother, the fourth part of the earth is a, is a call of error. That's the fourth part of the earth. Remember, Shem got the first part of the eastern world. Ham got the second part of the southern world. In fact, got the third part, which is called uh, Europe today. And, and what was left? The fourth part. The fourth part, which is called now Shem's land, America. So, say that, mother. Come on. What, what, you, what you got to say behind that? And tell them, hold on to, mother. We got a lot of work to do. You want to clock them up for your clothes. Thank you, praising Yahweh, for this class. Thank you, praising Yahweh, for this teacher. Thank you, praising Yahweh, to be in the class. And I just thank Yahweh. And I said to the listen audience to hold on. Don't give up. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Uh, verse 8, 
and I will fill his mountain with his slain men and and the hills and in the valleys and in all your rivers shall they fall that are slain with the sword, verse 9. And I will make the perpetual desolation and the cities shall not return and you shall know that I am Yahweh. Verse 10, because thou hast said these two nations and these two countries shall be mine and we will possess it. Whereas Yahweh was there. Mm-hmm. So the two countries is called America and Israel. So they said, we, it's ours. We own it right now. So we got a clue who they're talking about. But Moses of Israel, you got to close David, come out. Yes, I want to read Acts chapter 5, verses um, um, 30. No, verse 29. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey Yahweh rather than men. Verse 30. Yahweh of our father, I mean, yeah, our father, raised up Yahweh the son whom you slew and hang on a tree. Verse 31. Him has Yahweh the father exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sin. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. That's what Mother E, and Mother D. But we're going to look at this 36th uh, Ezekiel, in particular, verse one down to verse eight, and um, this is a lot. This is a lot on the table. Remember, they got both both countries. And they got a, you know, eight. But in Ezekiel thirty-six one to eight, Elder, what what kind of character we got that we can read in Ezekiel thirty-six one to eight? Come on. Book of Ezekiel, chapter thirty-six, verse number one through eight. Read. Look at Ezekiel 36, verse number 1. Also, thou son of man, prophesy unto the mountains of Israel, and say, You mountain of Israel, hear the word of Yahweh. Verse number 2. The same Yahweh, because the enemy has said against you, Aha, even the ancient high places are ours in possession. Verse number 3. Therefore, prophesy and say, the say of Yaquah, because they have made you deadly, swallowed you up on every side, and you might be a possession unto the residue of the heathen. You are taken up in the lips of talkers and are, and are an infamy of the people. Verse number four. Therefore, you mother of Israel, hear the word of Yaquah, the say of Yaquah, to the mountains, to the hills, to the rivers, and to the valleys, to the desert wastes and to the city that are forsaken, which became a prey, a your 
to the residue of the heathen that are round about. Verse number five. And for thus saith Yahweh, surely the fire of my jealousy have I spoken against the residue of the heathen and against all Adumia, which have pointed my land into their possession with the joy of all their minds, with despiteful minds to cast it out for a prey. Verse number six. Prophesy, prophesy therefore concerning the land of Israel, and say unto the mountains, to the hills, to the rivers, and to the valleys. The same Yahweh, Behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and in my fury, because ye have borne the shame of the heathen. Verse number seven. Therefore, the same Yahweh, I have lifted up my hand, surely the heathen that are round about you, they shall bear their shame. Verse number 8. But ye, O mountains of Israel, you shall shoot forth your branches. Yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. And that's what Jeremiah saying, that you are at hand to come. But it was Jeremiah chapter 30, uh, verse number 4, then 15 down to verse 18. And we'll see if we get a... We can get that 13th chapter of Revelation 1 and 2 in. We'll see if we can get it in, then we'll close it out. Let me tell you something. The Bible is called. I don't know why we're not putting our mind in this thing. The Bible is called. Look what's got written over here in the 30th chapter, verse 4, and 15 down to verse 18 in Jeremiah. Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 4, 15 down to verse 18. I don't know. Come on. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 30. Verse number 4. Verse number 15 through 18 reads. The book of Jeremiah chapter 30. Verse number 4 reads. Jeremiah 30. Verse number 4. And these are the words that Yahweh spake concerning Israel and concerning Yahweh Judah. Verse number 15. What cries thou for thy affliction? Thy sorrow is incurable. For the multitude of thy iniquity, because thy sins were increased, I have done these things unto thee. Verse number 16. And for all they that devour thee shall be devoured. All thine adversary, every one of them, shall go into captivity. They shall spoil thee. And they that spoil thee shall be a spoil. And all they that prey upon thee will I give for prey. Verse 17. Now I restore help unto thee. And I will heal thee of thy womb, save Yahweh, because they call thee an outcast, saying, This is Yahweh Judah, whom no man seeketh after. Verse number 18. Thus save Yahweh, you are bring, behold, I will bring again the captivity of Israel's tent, and have mercy on his dwelling places, and the city shall be built upon her own heap. The palaces shall remain after the manner thereof. Read verse 17 again, Elder. What verse 17 say again? The book of Jeremiah 30. Verse number 17 reads, For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, save Yahweh, because they call thee an outcast, saying, This is Yahweh Judah, whom no man seeketh after. You see that? He said, he said I'm going I'm I'm to hear you. you I'm going to hear you. Give me that uh, Revelation 13, 1 and 2. See, see, you understand something. He got it written. 
All we got to do is come back to this thing here, make a Bible decision, and he's going to heal us and restore us back to days of old. Huh? Revelation 13, 1 and 2 says what, well, Elder? Look at Revelation chapter 13, verse number 1 and 2 reads. Look at Revelation 13, verse number 1. I stood upon the sand of the sea, I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads. And ten horns. Upon his horns ten crowns. And upon his head the name of blasphemy. Verse number two. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. And his feet were as the feet of a bear. And his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, his feet, and great authority. Go to the 17th chapter 11. Down to verse 17 and close, baby. Oh, excellent. We go on to the 17th chapter 11, down to verse 17, and we'll close our dead elder, and you give you a powerful closing. Come on. Book of Revelation, chapter 17, verse number 11 through 17 reads. Book of Revelation, chapter 17, verse number 11 reads. And the beast that was and is, and the beast that was, and is not, he is the eighth, and is of the seven, and goes in prediction. Verse 12, and the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings, one hour with the beast. Verse number 13, these have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Verse 14, these shall make war with the lamb, and the lamb shall overcome them. For he is Jaquah of Jaquah, and king of kings. They that are with him are called, and chosen, and faithful. Verse 15. He said unto me, The wars of which thou saw, where the horde city are people, and multitudes, and nations, and tongues. Verse 16. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beach, he shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate, naked, and shall eat her. And burn her with fire. Verse 17. For Yahweh had put in their minds to fulfill his will, to agree, and to give their kingdom to the beast, until the words of Yahweh shall be fulfilled. That's my elder. Clover saving is all yours. You're on the cloud. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 To the 12 tribes. Gather to the four corners of the globe. Yahweh be with you. Yahweh bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the mothers, the elders, the teachers, we got to get it down right. You want Yahweh to intervene? Now he's got seven heads. Let me just run down the seven heads. Seven heads. Greek. Frank. Russia, Great Britain, Rome, Spain, Germany. That is the seven major heads. The ten horns, it's called the, the, the EU. The ten horns, Marshall, Greece, France, Luxembourg, Ireland.